This podcast has been produced by Spirit FM, your proper local radio station that's been serving the West Sussex community for 24 years and now, more than ever, Community Matters. Welcome to Spirit FM's Positive Cast, a podcast celebrating the heartwarming and remarkable stories coming out of West Sussex during these difficult days. So whatever you are up to today, we have the stories of people going above and beyond to help us remember that even in the toughest of times, there really is a positive perspective from our community to keep you going. Coming up on this week's podcast, how one wildlife charity has had a sudden surge since the beginning of the pandemic, but is coping exceptionally well under the circumstances. So we went from a steady flow of 50 patients a week to 170 the next, and it's just steadily getting busier and busier, so we're very, very busy. The story of a dental practice in Billingshurst doing a virtual iconic American tour all in the name of charity. Because we can't see any patients at the moment, we thought we would do something for our local community and raise a bit of money for two charities by walking the amount of miles as it would be to cover Route 66. And also how one local charity has received acknowledgement from Her Majesty the Queen, no less, for voluntary service. We have around 300 volunteers. They aren't just an add-on. They are a backbone to the charity. But first, Emma Ashcroft is the animal care manager at Brent Lodge Wildlife Hospital, which has seen a significant increase in patients since the beginning of the pandemic. But the team are working tirelessly for the wildlife of West Sussex. Emma started by telling me a little bit more about the work Brent Lodge does. We're a rehabilitation hospital. So any poorly wildlife comes in, we care for it, treat it and rehabilitate it back into the wild. But at this time of year specifically, it's mostly orphans that we're looking after. We were chatting off air. I thought, like, you know, nature was having a a wondrous time of it all while we're all stuck at home and that things would be fine. But you've actually been busier than ever, haven't you? Yeah, so um, I think what's happening is nature is is doing really well in itself. Lots of baby birds are breeding and, and, and you know, babies are doing really well, they're booming. But they're doing exactly what babies do as well and they're falling out of nests when they fled because it just takes a little while for them to learn to fly. It's, It's quite common but because people are off work and they're sitting in their gardens enjoying the sunshine they're watching this happen and going oh my gosh there's a baby bird on the floor and they're just picking them up and bringing them to us so we have been absolutely relentlessly busy and like I said we went from a steady flow of 50 patients a week to 170 the next and it's just steadily getting busier and busier so we're very very busy. Absolutely that's a huge number of animals and just on that just out of curiosity because if I found a baby bird on the floor I'd probably do the same is that the right thing to do or should we be leaving them? So they certainly need taking off the floor because obviously on the floor they're, they're at risk of predation but we abide hanging basket and empty bucket something like that popping baby in it and hanging them up high and just watching from a distance let's see if mum does come back let's see if we can reunite parents with babies but you know sometimes they are in danger and sometimes they really do need a helping hand but it's always a case of phoning for advice first before touching because that, that really often helps us to gauge the situation and see where we go next top tip i love it emma (laughs) as you mentioned you've got lots of orphans in at the moment so uh, talk us through some of the more unusual ones so we've got fawns with us at the moment we've got two fawns one of them is uh, he's been a model patient and and done beautifully and is drinking his bottles like a little star and the other one came in quite sick and sadly it was um, attacked by a dog so it actually had me up for four nights in a row every hour trying to get it through the night and thankfully it's now turned a corner and they're doing really well so we're really pleased with those we have got endless amounts of birds of prey so we've got tawny owl babies, little owl babies, we've got seven kestrel chicks, we've got three buzzard chicks and we've never had buzzards in so young before so they're new for us. 
We have got immense amounts of fox cubs again this year. In fact, we filled up within 48 hours, which is ridiculous. We, we normally fill up over a period of weeks, and it was in 48 hours this year. We have got beautiful cygnets, literally hundreds of ducklings, and we're now starting to get all our little fluffy gulls that are falling off of roofs as well. So. Oh, wow. You must be so incredibly busy. And, and as you said, what you do is rehabilitate these, these animals so they can go back out into the wild. Yes, that's really important. So what we have seen arising this year is as people that have tried to do it for themselves because they've worried that places like us aren't operational and they were not able to help. And the sad thing is that they don't often do well. It takes quite a lot of expertise to get these animals so they're in a state to be able to survive in the wild. And that's the most important thing. Rearing them is the easy bit. It's getting them into a, a position where they can survive in a wild environment. So that's kind of what we specialise in. So we are really, really busy just trying to make sure we're doing the right thing and getting everyone, you know, on the right path and, and, and doing exactly what they need to be doing. Um, but we do always advise again, if you find an animal, always give us a call. We're, you know, we, we're always here to help and we are taking patients all the way through the day and sometimes if it is an emergency, they're coming in in the evenings as well. Um, I live here so we can take in emergencies if necessary or we can at least advise people how to keep them overnight and, and get them to us the following day. So. Oh, fabulous. And you've been at Brent Lodge a while now, haven't you, Emma? 20 years this year. Wowza! <laughs> yeah. A, you don't seem old enough, but the 20 <laughs> years to dedicate your life to the wildlife of West oh, Sussex is just absolutely incredible. Um, how is Brent Lodge funded? So we are funded by people putting their hands in their pocket, essentially, but we don't receive anything in the way of government funding. We do try and obviously apply for grants as and when possible, but, uh, you know, everyone's, you know, all charities are struggling at the moment. Everyone's trying to scream out and, for help, and, you know, all charities are very worthy of, of the cause. So, yeah, it's just a case of people putting their hands in their pockets. At the moment, we're going through immense amounts of food because of these babies, they're growing, and they, they eat a lot. <laughs> so yeah. there are other ways people can help. You know, it doesn't always have to be financial. We, we need newspapers to line our cages and, and bits and pieces. Obviously, we need to, to have the money to run the charity, but there are other ways as well, which is nice. And if people want to find out more about how they can help you, perhaps about volunteering, yes. how can they? If you go to our website, all the information you need should be there and send an email to us and it will be directed to the relevant people and hopefully we will get back to you as soon as we humanly can. Um, at the moment, the animal care staff, there are just three of us in a day to care for all of the animals because we have no volunteers at the moment. So we are incredibly busy and, and perhaps replies are taking a little longer than normal um, and we do apologise for that but we are getting back to people as soon as we can so well emma can i just say the work that you and the rest of the team do down there is absolutely incredible oh, and just no thank you thank you for looking after the wildlife of west sussex emma ashcroft there from brent lodge now next we head over to billingshurst dental practice where the team have decided to embark on a virtual transatlantic challenge emma and marie told me more the practice because we can't see any patients at the moment we thought we would do something for our local community and raise a bit of money for two charities by walking the amount of miles as it would be to cover Route 66. So that works out that each member of staff has to walk a minimum of three miles every day for 30 days. It's such a brilliant idea. And why Route 66? Where was the inspiration for that? Basically, we just want to give something that was achievable, but a little bit of a challenge for able to do. So with the numbers we had, and Route 66 being such an iconic route, that's why we chose it. Brilliant stuff. Uh, so each of you at the dental practice are doing three miles a day, and this is for 30 days, is that right? That's right, yeah. Some of us are struggling with three miles. Some of us are walking 10, even further miles per day. We've got people cycling 21 kilometres. Yeah, varying from three miles, much, much more. So at the moment, we've walked 2,112 miles as of yesterday. 
That's incredible. And how many people are involved? How, how many of the team did you manage to rope in? There's 23 of us. This must also yeah. be a lovely way of you guys just keeping in touch throughout this time as well. Yeah, this is one of the reasons I set it up, because unfortunately in dentistry we had sort of down tools and we wanted to do something for the local community because we couldn't help in our normal way. So we thought we'd raise some money for the local charity and it brought us all together, really kept the team together and it's just been lovely uh, for morale purposes as well. Chestnut Treehouse and Billingshurst dementia what made you pick those charities we had a group ballot really and each of us suggested a couple of charities and the one that got the most votes won obviously they're both local to us and that's what the team decided on between all of us so how much further have you got to go of your 30 days we are 94 percent through so we've done 2112 and the total is 2231 but we're hoping to really smash that target and see how much further we can go before friday when the end of the 30 days happens. Oh, it sounds like you are going to smash it. And if anyone's listening and they want to sponsor you, how can they go about doing that? If they look at our Facebook page, which is just Billingshurst Dental Practice, all the links are there. They can choose which charity they'd like to support click on the link and then they can donate as much or as little as they want to donate. Emma and Marie there, a superb effort. Now finally, Worthing-based charity Turning Tides, a service for the homeless, recently won a Queen's Award for voluntary service. Chief Executive John Holmstrom told our Ryan Burrows about how it felt being bestowed such an award. Well, I'm utterly thrilled because volunteering has been part of the charity since we started 28 years ago. And when I arrived at the charity seven years ago, we had 150 volunteers. We have around 300 volunteers. They aren't just an add-on, they're a backbone to the charity. So the talents of the variety of volunteers who do tasks from practical things like cooking meals for our clients, deliveries, handling donations, to really skilled work, befriending our clients, counselling, and then just those nice things like cutting somebody's hair or, you know, do a yoga session. So, yes, we're absolutely thrilled with this award. I think the last time we were talking was uh, a couple of months ago about the uh, the work that you were doing at the moment during the coronavirus pandemic. And, uh, of course, you know, the volunteers have been so central to that. As you mentioned, you've got a few uh, paid staff at the moment, but it is very much volunteers that make up the majority of, of the work that's going on at the moment. So the majority of our staffing is paid staff. But what the volunteers do is things that we can't get paid to do. So, for example, during the coronavirus pandemic, we have been producing meals for people in temporary accommodation across West Sussex. And they have been batch cooking at home and then doing deliveries, creating isolation packs. It's these sort of things we just don't have the staff time to do. And it makes a huge, huge difference. I'm really pleased how our volunteers have adapted in, in this period. And we're now looking at how we can find roles where they can be socially distant. I mean, this has been an extraordinary period with the COVID-19 where it's turned our world upside down. But it's been generally good news because we, through the local authorities, getting uh, homeless people into hotels. So the world of volunteering for us is how we can now adapt our clients' uh, new position and our services to meet their needs. And I'm really delighted that we've got Ali and Amy who manage our volunteers who are just thinking and thinking about new ways of working. And our volunteers, often older, are 
proving really able at using Zoom, so we're using new, new technology. So we're needing to find new ways of supporting people under COVID conditions. The aim is to try and uh, make sure that the uh, the good work that's going on at the moment can continue when we are uh, returning to normal or at least something approaching normal. And, uh, you know, as you mentioned there, the, the, the importance of having the public supporting turning tides at this time is, is just as vital as anything else. It is vital. We have ongoing support from the public and we did our emergency deal a few weeks ago because that's about financial support but practical support through the volunteering as well so go onto our website have a look if you you know if you can help us we cannot do this on our own we cannot do this the councils we cannot do it on our own and with the other charities we're working with so public support is crucial i think also this is about learning to live with covid we're planning for the longer term here as certain restrictions are lifted there's more face-to-face we we can do but we need to adapt to the longer term here and we are for example learning how we can relate to our clients over video apps and that's actually meaning we're not having to travel around so much so that some things have worked better but a lot of our clients struggle with digital inclusion with using mobile phones and computers so one of the areas our volunteers have started helping with is how we can support clients to use those devices because it's not just can they then help access our services and make sure we we stay connected but critically gp services will be more and more through this format so yes acquiring smartphones and phones for our clients but also the volunteer time to actually help them learn to use this equipment is going to be crucial to their future well-being You've been listening to Spirit FM's Positive Cast, a podcast celebrating the good things that have been happening across West Sussex. So we can remember that during these difficult days, there are remarkable things happening and remarkable stories developing here in the heart of our community. Please join us again next time and enjoy the positive perspective from Spirit FM.